artificial intelligence ai what is it going to do is it going to be benefiting us are there things that we need to be worried about or is it going to be one of the best things that can ever happen now these are questions that probably people who are not in the tech sector might be having in their mind and i think even people in the tech sector there are a lot of people who don't work with ai and uh, even those who are working they might obviously be asking this question what we are building how is it going to impact the world that our kids are going to live in and this is always a very fascinating a lot of perspectives lot of ideas lot of books lot of articles being written and today in the podcast i want to talk about one such book that i read a few months back the book is reprogramming the american dream from rural america to silicon valley making ai servers all the book is written by greg shaw and uh, kevin scott kevin scott is the cto of microsoft and the forward is written by jd vance and jd vance if you know hillbilly elegy you might have uh, read the book or you would have uh, probably seen the motion picture on netflix so that's a book we're going to talk about it's a pretty interesting book uh, very different from typical technology books and that's why i kind of loved it so before we get in the book let's take a small commercial break welcome to pen positive this is vinod narayan and you're listening to the pen positive podcast this is episode number 23 and uh, we're doing the 11th session of the 30 day podcasting challenge so when i started the podcasting challenge my intention was to keep the podcast short but i know some of the podcasts have gone beyond probably about 19 and 20 minutes which is not the intention so i wanted to do it as as short as possible because you're doing it on a daily basis but anyway subscribe to the podcast wherever whichever podcasting platform that you're listening to i'm do, going to do this for 30 days and after that i'll decide what the frequency of the podcast is going to be so why did i like this book so when you read technology books it always talks about what technology is going to do what technology is not going to do and trying to make people understand what technology is i personally believe that how we look at technology how we look at any advancement that happens in a society it's always connected with what our experiences have been and why this book really fascinated me is kevin scott being a technologist being part of google linkedin and now microsoft having some experience in europe i believe when he was he was taking up a teaching role he had an upbringing in rural virginia so he is a technologist working in silicon valley working with the top technocrats building the technology for what that the world is going to use tomorrow making technology decisions that impact technology and business decisions that impact the world and coming from a rural upbringing i think this book should be read because we kind of connect two worlds and as we 
always know there's always two sides or rather two ends to a ai conversation one end is saying that uh, you know ai is coming to take our jobs uh, things are going to be very bad we will have a lot of people who won't have any jobs who won't have any skills to be employable and it's going to be very dark and the other end is where people are saying that you know what once ai comes see you might not even have to work and everything will be taken care of and you could probably do whatever you really love to do maybe write poetry read poetry make friends sit and chat and ai will do everything either of these sounds too far fetched right the the negative part of it and the totally positive there can't be anything better than this kind of narrative and what kevin take and greg takes us through is a middle ground and what i gather from reading the book is that while the potential for ai is immense how it can impact business the way we do business how the world as we understand can also change and how we can do several things within the society also is going to change because ai is there now the question is do we hold the power to decide how ai can serve us and when i say serving when i read the book it's very clear and from the title also it is from rural america to silicon valley making ai serve us all now you don't want an advancement in technology that would only serve one part of the society if you look at america you look at silicon valley as the tech hub and you look at rural america if a technology like ai comes into picture you want to make sure that it impacts positively everyone everyone can can use it everyone benefits out of it and the threats that come with it we understand it earlier and we take the necessary measures to build it properly another reason this book fascinated me is whenever i read about technocrats technologists who have made their millions building social media apps and all those come down and start saying that you know why i don't allow my kids to use it we don't use tv we don't use social media i don't use it but their their entire fortune comes from building these tools and many of them build these tools knowing or maybe not to the extent that they know now but at least knowing that these things are the agenda behind the social media apps or any of the feature that they bring in is for people to spend more time on the social media and less time outside and i think knowing that and making a million over there now when they say the technology has a problem they're not giving off their millions that they made so somewhere i i i see a lack of honesty there i mean i might be wrong i'm not saying uh, that you should you should part with all the money that you made uh, making the right decisions to work and uh, build something but always you know uh, saying that i didn't know how it was going to be now what are you going to do now other than just saying that social media is bad and not don't use it what are you going to do about it because social media as a as a tool platform technology 
is also a marketplace where a lot of people make their living now if you start if you build something to create a marketplace and people make a living out of it and you come out and say that no one should use it i think there is something we're missing over there and that is that is the difference i see in this book where kevin scott and greg tries to connect a lot of dots together let's take a look at what are the chapters there they've got two distinctive parts the first part is where we have been and uh, the first uh, chapter to that is when our jobs first went away so they take us through how the jobs so this is not the time when jobs started going because when globalization happened and you started finding cheaper ways to build something either product or service jobs started moving moving from america moving from other places and uh, they've been doing and moving to different parts of the world so so work has been spread and with technology rising now you can you can engage a person at, if you're a good programmer you can work from any part of the world and uh, or any company anywhere in the world can can avail your services so so jobs when did the jobs start going and what happened that's that's what the first chapter the second chapter is a career choice i made that is a career choice that kevin scott made growing up in rural america the decisions that you take so if you're growing up so if you if you think about while reading that chapter think about ro- growing up in rural virginia and growing up in silicon valley in san jose what are the opportunities that you have in rural virginia what are the opportunities that you have in california in san jose and then think about what career choices that you make and how does your career choices impact you as an individual maybe 20 years down the line so that i think uh, and and the book is a very personal story which um, which we all, we all even though we have not gone through that kind of a upbringing or that kind of a, a technology life personally i think we can connect with how that narrative comes the third chapter goes into stories of revival where he's talking about how data ai and how various industries and various uses where uh, stories from the industry to give us an idea of where we have been and then the intelligent farm the fourth chapter takes us through how farming which is considered to be this traditional rural activity how is ai changing how farm sabin or farming is being done how can you have an intelligent farm the farm that ensures that the farmer is at the center and uh, benefits out of technology so that's the that's a chapter 4 then you move into the part 2 of the of the book where he's primarily talking about where we are headed and how to get there where do we want to go where are we going and how do we get there now this is an interesting uh, interesting part where uh, we discuss a lot about uh, i mean not we uh, kevin and uh, greg discuss a lot about uh, ai so the first uh, the chapter 5 for it is ai why it's needed so why do we need ai what is the purpose i think that's a very important question right when you are building a technology and if you ask the question why is it needed 
whether it's ai or anything i think it's important for us to really ask that question not just with technology with anything the chapter 6 takes us through why what it is and what it isn't now there are people who understand artificial intelligence there are people who put artificial intelligence into everything and call that artificial intelligence and i think there are more people in this world who don't understand ai than those who understand and even those who understand they're learning on a regular basis of what it is and what it is not and there is a decision that happens among people working in the field to decide what it isn't or what it should not be so i think that's where the human element really comes for us to make the wise decisions that really impact the future because the world is something that our kids are going to live in and we want our kids to be living in a world where they have opportunities and there's a world where there are equal opportunities and um, people are less stressful people are more happy people are content living in so there is a good amount of human decisions over there to decide even what ai is and what ai isn't or should be or should not be so i think i think that's where where uh, it fascinates me to understand kevin and greg or listen to kevin and greg talk about what they think about ai chapter 7 is how models learn that you get the deeper into understanding how models within ai how do you how do, how does artificial intelligence happen how does machines learn and this is a chapter in which he talks to us also about this concept of machine teaching which i did not know at all always only thought about machine learning and uh, microsoft has some uh, uh, a lot of work happening research happening in this concept called or called machine teaching and you can go to microsoft and you can search for machine teaching and you should be able to get some because i that's that's where i went immediately after reading that chapter i straight went to microsoft's uh, website or i googled uh, googled the uh, the term machine teaching and it gave me some videos that i was able to look at then just pretty fascinating i won't go there but um, but take a look at that uh, it's important and that we need to teach the machines if the machines learn one thing that we know is that machines can learn only as good as the data that is available for learning but there is a significant difference in which how machines learn and how we teach kids right we and and, and uh, I'll, i'll i'll just go there a bit the the interesting uh, and this was uh, i don't remember if it was in the book or the video that i watched after that so it is about a chair and a stool right so you would tell that anything that has a flat surface and four legs to it is a is a stool or a chair so when you say it is a chair the machine learning that would look at a stool and it will show you multiple choice right you can you can show the machine a stool a chair and a table and something else a ball and the with with the with the knowledge or the data that the machine has the machine would say the ball is not a chair but it would mention the table the stool and the chair as chair 
because it doesn't have the information that the chair needs a backrest and then you can say that this is how you remove or exclude the ones that are not a chair so there is a there is a constant activity of asking questions to the machine machine telling us what it knows and then correcting itself so there is a there is a lot of work that might open up employment opportunities that will open up in this area of machine teaching and you will need humans to do this machine teaching across wherever you want ai and machine learning to happen you would need a lot of people to teach machines or build the data that will help the machines learn it also means quizzing the machines of what they understand so that's that's in in a nutshell and i am not an ai expert this is what i gathered from the book and the videos that i saw so that's an interesting chapter and then the uh, the eighth chapter goes into ai a threat or boon to jobs now this is where an interesting argument happens when you have artificial intelligence is that going to take away jobs is that going to create jobs when computers came a lot of people said that computers is going to take away jobs yes it did take away jobs but it also brought in a lot of jobs into the industry brought in better higher paying jobs into the industry and the world has changed now will it happen that way with ai and that's the question and that's the research that's a thinking that we need to probably put in in every every sector irrespective of which sector that you work in probably you have to really look at if ai really comes in how is that going to impact your work how is that going to impact the skills maybe tomorrow your job as it is right now as you know right now might not exist so what is a new form of the job or new types of jobs that could happen that would come up and what are the skills that are needed for that so these are the kind of questions that i think everyone who is in an industry should probably ask themselves and try to get accustomed to what changes are going to happen because that's how we can really adapt and build our skills to the changing market and this is this is what i feel uh, reading that chapter and the final chapter is about politics and ethics now we live in a society this politics there are areas where ai will interfere in politics there are areas where politics will start using ai and then there is an ethical question of what is an ethical ai what is ethical of being built knowing how to build is one thing building is a different thing right knowing how to build is part of knowledge part of what you learn now deciding whether you want to build it or deciding what to build it because technology is in one way building blocks right and you can use that and you can build anything and what is ethics what is politics when it comes to the artificial intelligence ai space how is it going to benefit again the title of the book is from rural america to silicon valley how ai can serve us all so that was uh, the book very very interesting fascinating and easy read in my opinion uh, kevin there are many instances when uh, kevin talks about uh, he going back to rural virginia meeting up with his friends uh, going to his uh, old school and even connecting with some people in some students uh, 
whom he connected and he could see his reflections and he is also doing a comparison of the opportunities that are available now versus what it was when he was young and how some of the career decisions that he takes maybe not exactly those decisions but there are still decisions that people have to make with respect to their career what do you want to do what do you what should you learn are you visible in a way that if there's an opportunity and someone knows that you are available and you want that would you get that opportunity there are a lot of questions that will come into your mind just like how it came to me and like every book this book also will make you a better person so tomorrow i'll come up with something else i know today <laughs> i started the podcast saying that i want to make it uh, 10 minutes but it went to 20 minutes uh, but what they say in podcast is that if you have to say something and if it takes only 5 minutes do it only 5 minutes and if it take 20 minutes go for it and do the 20 minutes so thank you all for listening be content be positive i'll see you all tomorrow thank you